right. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Queen City Takes Free. Um, you already know our names. We don't need to go through it. Yeah. But if you don't, I'm Thomas. I'm Luke. <laughs> I'm Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Luke, dude, it's so good you're back, man. I know. I mean, you might still be able to hear the sickness a little bit. But how was, how was there was three of us? Dude, long, honestly, it's a couple episodes over. ago. Because it was Thomas and... No, actually. No, I think we were all together. Yeah, we one, just didn't record for a while. We just recorded forever. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys tried to record a couple of sessions when I was gone. Oh, that's weekends. right. We were, me and Luke tried to record twice while Taylor was absent. Yeah. But it just never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> No, We're yeah. all back. How, how are y'all? How are y'all doing? I'm great. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up. Yes, I'm sir. excited. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Almost, we're 15 days away from Thanksgiving. Also, let's That's, let's let's not forget World Cup is less than a week and a half away. No, we're, it's two weeks away. It's a week and a half away. Oh a no, it's only half. a week and a half. It's, it's 11 it's, days. It's, it's, it's the, the twenty. It's the twentieth, which is not next Monday, but the Monday after. Okay, are y'all secretly pulling for England? Yeah. No, I mean. Thank yes, you. that's the right answer. Yes Luke. and no. Like, I'm obviously gonna go for America, but I know I don't. Truthfully, I don't if, think we make it. If out I of really group. had it to get, give you uh, my opinion, I don't even think we make it out of the group yeah, either. Yeah, that's a tough group. Like, I th- I think England obviously. If England, I think, yeah, England I think Wales kind of takes it over us. What am I about to no, say? No, I think we're better than Wales. So you think Iraq beats us? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Is that Iraq or Iran? Is it Iran? I'm pretty sure it's Iran. Let's fact check. Let's fact check just to make sure. I don't sure. think Iran went the World Cup. But yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I think... Obviously, we can, but yeah. who knows? Anyways, uh, I'm... You're right. It is Iran. I'm Forgive me. I'm super excited for a Christmas World Cup. But also, weirdly not as excited because I'm more into the prim than I've ever been into it. When's the final happening? I was about to say, I thought it's it the ended. week before Christmas. Oh, oh I was okay. like, I thought it ended before Christmas. Yeah, no. So there's, it's the week before Christmas, and then the prim starts back on Boxing Day. Yeah, which just, for if you don't know what Boxing Day is, it's the day after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. December eighteenth is uh, their championship final for the World Cup. So, uh, early predictions. I mean, we'll probably do a podcast on it for sure. What for World Cup? Yeah. Uh, Argentina, Brazil, or France. Those are my top three. If I had to give you three. So, I'm interested to see how France does because they have the curse looking at them. I, I, for, I said them three for a reason, but I because I, I, am, I am skeptical, but I, I still think they're going to be a strong side. Yeah, I, I think they can be strong, but... Prediction, go. Belgium. What? Belgium. I just want to throw I just want to throw a new name out there. Everybody thinks Argentina is going to win. I feel like they always flop. I I think it's Argentina, Brazil, England or Spain. Spain. Yeah. That's, that's someone I didn't really think about. Th- those are my four. All right, anyways, do you want to talk about the more relevant league yeah, let's at get, the time? Let's get into uh past prem today. These uh these matchups this past weekend, Chelsea Arsenal, games. Spurs Liverpool, City Fulham, Le- Leeds Man- Bournemouth, Man United Aston Villa, what? Unai Emery back with the bang, <laughs> big bang. I my mean, my notes say Emery over United, not Good Villa over United. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, we'll, let's get into that game. I mean, his debut debut uh, match as a manager, three one over United. 
Yeah. Beautiful. You know? Um, did y'all watch the game? I did not. No, I, did, I, I didn't, so, I didn't so watch it. It happened right after the, um, what's it called? Arsenal, Arsenal game. game. And I went to the late service for church, so I was able to watch it. And in all honesty, United weren't horrible. Okay. Um, however, they they really let Villa play the way they wanted to. It was just super. There wasn't much tactics in Villa's because you know it was Emery's first game. He wasn't yeah. able to implement a strategy yet, obviously, because it's first game. Um, but th- there was definitely a fight in that squad, and like an expression to show their quality, which I think caught United off guard. Um, and then obviously United didn't know how to deal with it. Also. Villa just went to tune up in the eleventh minute. Yeah, so I, you also mentioned it when we were talking about Chelsea going on a hot streak when Graham Potter probably, like first came in, and it's probably that they're just like fighting. Manager bounce. Yeah, fighting, <laughs> which is interesting because I feel like sometimes you might think that teams would struggle as a manager's coming in because they're like trying to implement new tactics, right? And Maybe that's more over the long haul of like the first like season. I, I think there, Chelsea's but... going through that right now. Yeah, for like sure. They're seeing the first signs of all right. There's going to be growing pains. Oh, for sure. But yeah, Renato missed a sitter. That'll make you happy, Taylor. Absolutely. Um, this should make us all happy. Yeah, I mean, also saw him get in a <laughs> scrap with Mings. Yeah, I mean everybody does that with Mings though. Yeah, I. It kind of looked like he wasn't like trying to get into it. Like, I don't know what happened. It looked like he was, like, trying to sit down and, like, get out of it. But, like, their arms were locked. It looked really weird mm-hmm. watching it back. But also, uh, Denier's free kick, well placed. Yep. Yep. I yeah. mean, it, it was just – Good overall finish. I think it was a very entertaining game. It was end-to-end. Um, Villa, like I said, were very expressionate of, you know, just going after United and – um, I think this is the first time they beat him since like 1995 at home. Sheesh. So, wow. Which was before, or pr- basically the beginning of a Ferguson era. It might have been. I don't know if I don't know when Ferguson started because I know Wenger started in '98 for Arsenal, but I know they were around the same time. Um, but yeah, great result for Villa. Good start for Emery. I, I'm interested to see where he goes from here. Yeah, do we, I mean, do we think he keeps it up? I mean, it is. I think he's a world class manager, and it shows the clear and like. So the owners of Aston Villa have invested heavily, so they've showed through their financial power, they want to be up there challenging for European spots. My issue was okay, they lost Grealish, but then they brought in some other players. But it was Coutinho, and everybody knows Coutinho is kind of washed at this point um not that he's a bad player he's just you know he just doesn't have what he used to have in him they have a lot of depth though i feel like yeah i mean they a lot of their squad is about the same quality and they have about 20 of those players yeah they, they have like leon bailey ollie Watkins. yeah bailey was great in this game unbelievable he was unplayable he was fantastic he's also just like rapid yeah um but no i think i mean i don't i think if you really look on paper emory had a pretty good Year and a half at Arsenal. Yeah, he he got us a point out of top four. He took us to a European final, and then he just got sacked after a seven game losing streak. He went twenty six games unbeaten. I mean that's that's un, that's unreal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure. I, I I think Emery. It was just a weird like he didn't have the fans behind him ever 
at Arsenal, and I think that's a very big deal. So hopefully, you know, world class manager being at Villa, they'll back him a little more than we did as Arsenal fans. Yeah. Um, I I, I think he'll be able to take Villa up a level for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm eager to see how, how they do the rest of the season. Um, so, how do you feel like this was for? I know you said United played well, but um, do you think like missing Rafael Varane is like hurting them a lot? Or yes, but bad? from from what I've heard from people that you know regularly watch United, it's Lindelof's actually not doing bad. He's not Varane. Everybody knows that. It'd be like Rob Holding coming in coming in for Gabriel or um, Saliba for us, like. He can do the job. I'm not overly worried. It's just long-term. You don't want him there because it's going to start to hurt your team. Yeah. It's also an interesting lineup. Like, a couple guys, like, you don't really see, like, Van de Beek, like, get in the lineup, too. Yeah, Bruno was hurt. Yeah, they, they definitely went with a lesser lineup than they normally do. Like, because Bruno's hurt, obviously. Um, Veron's out. I think Sancho was hurt, so he didn't play. Um but that new guy, Garnacho, he's he's kind of done pretty well for them the past couple weeks. I know he scored, and Ronaldo gave him a hug or something like that. That was a big headline. Oh, also, the other thing about this game. Josie Martinez put some elbows into one of the Villa guys. No. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He kind of – that's like – that's kind of way he plays, but – I mean – I think so. A similar thing happened in the Arsenal. Who did we play before Chelsea? Oh gosh, hold up. We played. No, it might have been the Southampton. Yeah, it was the Southampton. Or was game. it Leeds? No, it was the Southampton game. They're 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 left back for Southampton. Kind of did the exact same thing, and I'm like, I think there should be some sort of penalty there. Like you can't just deliberately elbow someone twice and then. Yeah, it's not like he was like, it's, swinging it's, his body in there. He was like actually swinging his elbow into like his gut. Yeah, I mean, he was literally just elbowing him, and I was like, all right. He, the ref said nothing in either of the two games, and I was like, all right. I mean, you should probably do something about that because. Well, here's probably where the ref stands on it. It's, it's if it is something, it's pro- unless the ref like sees it, yeah, like in plain sight. It's probably nothing more than like a yellow. Yeah, I'm not maybe. asking anybody and to get sent off here. Or, I'm, you I'm, I'm you can't really review stuff. that, which so it it's kind of like a tough, like like gray area, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just think there should be a little more. It, obviously, if the ref doesn't see it, there's nothing that you can expect. But if the ref does see it, I'm kind of like, all right, you should be doing something. At least having a word with the person, because it's like yeah, for sure. When, um. This is a talking point all across the prim right now around Bukayo Saka. Uh, and it basically, every time Saka fouls someone, he gets a yellow. And he gets fouled six times a game, and no one ever gets a yellow. Chelsea fans were wondering how Cucurella didn't get at least a yellow against us this past weekend. It was ridiculous. But where I'm going with this is you can't, the ref sets the pace of like, okay, in the first minute you take a kick at someone and nothing happens, the ref doesn't say anything and you know they saw it, you're going to keep kicking them the whole game. And so there's a certain, like, you got to protect the players on the field. Like, that's what – I don't – I'm not saying Martinez or the Southampton left back needed to get carted. I'm just saying if the ref sees it or knows it's happening, have a word with the player and say, hey, can't do that. Just yeah. player yeah. safety, you know? Yeah. 
but yeah, that's, I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, so no, absolutely. Yeah. And I kind of agree. Yeah. Like cheap stuff like that needs to be in check. Yeah. So, all right. What other game we want to talk about? Uh, we can, we can move into city forum real quick. Kind of briefly go over that. More controversy. Yeah. Lots of controversy. Yeah. Yeah. No Holland to start the game. No Holland to start the game. Um, but they, they scored in the first 20 minutes, so yeah, no issues there. <laughs> I think they could have had a, another goal or two. Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to yeah. remember. Did, I know they had Holland's first goal called off by, like, if you guys watched the review on that, the VAR, I mean, the offside was literally by a ball hair. Like it was, nice. it was like no kidding. I think less than a centimeter. It was ridiculous. <laughs> nice. Um, wait, wait, we had a second goal. What are you laughing at? Just your just your analysis was funny. Yeah. You understood the ball here now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. When, you thought what? I was talking about a sports ball. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Anyways, just kidding, guys. Just kidding. I was talking. Uh, he had two goals. <laughs> So, so when he got when he got subbed on, mm-hmm. um, there was a there was a, a cross in the box, and he headed one in, but they called it back because he was offside by like literally a centimeter. When I mean, was it, it, like so it was like in the uh, it was like, about the seventieth oh, minute maybe. Okay, I see. It. Goal ruled out offside. Seventy fourth um, minute. There we go. Seventy fourth. There we go. Incredible goal. I didn't know Very, he was on the pitch that long. Yeah, yeah, I mean he was he got subbed on about like the sixtieth or something. I was golfing, so I was kind of I okay. tuned in in like the sixtieth minute. And then I mean, it was a, a pure Holland goal, like being where the ball was going to be and scoring the way that he always scores. Yeah, okay. And Annoying. So, I mean, I, I felt bad. I was like, man, he, he deserved this. This VAR call was terrible. But Cancelo. I I think it was a PK. Definitely a PK. I think it was a foul. I, or I think Sorry, I think it was a yellow card. I do not believe it was a red card. Straight red, I think that's very uncalled for. I see why it's a red. Because denial of goal scoring opportunity. You're in the box and you're denying a goal scoring opportunity. It is a soft red. So if I was. It's not a clear cut. I'd be super frustrated. I'm I'm not saying he doesn't score if the foul never happens, whoever the guy that got fouled was. But I do think he still has a good amount of work to do. But before, I, before, do they even VAR it, or did he just call a straight red? They VAR every red card check, I believe. I know, but no, I don't, that's definitely not a rule. But no, they generally try. To. But I, tr- I truthfully, someone's checking it. the The head ref doesn't necessarily go over and watch it, but so, uh, a VAR like person is watching. Everybody. Yeah, I, I guess my thing is, I think it was too quick to call. Like he just, I think he called it. Yeah, I mean, I mean once the seconds, once the ref makes that decision, after. you can see why he made the decision. To there's no way that card gets un, uh, un, uh, undone. Yeah, because you're wondering if there's enough evidence, and that is a very like there there is some evidence for a red card there. I'm not gonna like say there's not. I personally think it's harsh. Yeah, I mean, in the outcome of the game, it didn't really matter because they ended up giving that. PK away at the end and which mm. undeserved. I think that, I think it was deserved. No. What do you mean? He flopped. He had contact. No, sure. No, no, I mean, but he I flopped. don't think it was a PK, but it was a deserved. Like they deserved to win that game. Oh, they deserved. Yes, they deserved to win. Do like I think, I'm not mad that. So I think they deserved to win the 94th minute because of a PK that Kevin De Bruyne flopped on. No. 
Like the fact that they put it's in another soft. goal. Very off, soft. The fact that they put in another goal and he was like a millimeter off sides while they were still down to 10 men. I mean, they played 10 men for like 60 minutes. Literally, the, the, and they most kept of the game. it that way. That's just like. And, and, and they dominated Fulham. I think Fulham had a better shot if, if City had 11 men. At that point. <laughs> oh, I heard this. So y'all know the two Robbies on NFC yeah, Sports? Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. So they said there isn't a team in the Premier League that City couldn't win against with 10 men. I mean, yeah. I think they could. I, I don't think it's going to happen very often. But I think they could beat any team. Like, like you think if they went thirty-eight games with ten men, you think they win the prem? No. Win the prem? No. Do I think they'll win matches? Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll definitely win matches. No, they'd probably still be looking at a Europe but League I don't, spot minimum. No. No. Yes. I disagree on that. You're tripping. I'm not. They're beating everybody. This is. I mean, this was one game that we saw, and they barely scratched away a goal because it of was a be, because like, of a Fulham's PK. Good. Top six. Cl- you, okay, you're telling me. Against, you're telling me Fulham's not good against Arsenal's form right now. I'm. I'm just saying what the Robbies said. I'm I think, not, I haven't said my opinion yet, but I'm. Fulham's good. Let's make Fulham, that Fulham is good. Fulham, is, Fulham good, is good. But they're not like one of the top few clubs in the, in the league, and so like, I'd rather play Chelsea, Liverpool, maybe not Tottenham because I never want to play Tottenham. I'd rather play, or maybe even United if I'm at home. I don't want to go to Old Trafford over Fulham right now. I feel like Fulham would give me a harder time with ten men. No, just playing. Just like, in general, yeah, that's what I'm saying about Fulham. I I think City would. At least finish. See, I didn't. Game. I didn't feel that way when we played them. Like, I, like Mitrovic's one goal against us was like really like one of the biggest opportunities they had when we played them, and so I feel like we controlled them pretty well. And yeah, I mean, and get, uh, given I think that was were, weeks ago, the forms like changed a lot. Right, they're worth mentioning. I think they're good. I mean, they're they're top ten. You yeah. see in the prem right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think they're. A scare card, for sure. Yeah. So, City, where do they finish with 10 men? Whole season. I, th- I think you're I think you're overestimating City's capabilities with 10 men. I think they go some matches performing You've, still you okay. You bottom half? Mid-table. With 10 men the whole season? Nah, they get, they get in the Europa League, look, bro. I, look, teams would figure out how to dominate a, a, a 10-person team. I mean, especially with one extra man. I mean, I they, look. They, City are they great. They played the same way with ten men that they did with eleven against Fulham. Yeah, but they got to adjust. Fulham didn't get, have enough chance, have time to adjust. I mean, if they if they went into the match, if Fulham went into the match knowing that City were going to have ten men, I think the scoreline would be a little different. Hmm. City are are good defensively, but they're not world class defensively. They're, yeah, they just are. Always, they always have the ball. <laughs> I think they have world class players. Erling Holland, like, Kevin, no, Kevin De Bruyne, just the whole lineup. Yeah, it's the whole lineup. <laughs> like, but <laughs> no, I, I'm with Luke. I, I think they maybe finish mid table. Which I mean, is they'll, still they'll win matches, which and I, which I think is still nuts. But um, like, I, I think they'll win both matches against like bottom table teams. But I think they'll probably be losing both matches with ten men to mo- like a good chunk of the top table teams. I think they would lose 
to the in those games for sure. But I do think when they're like at home, or if you go to Chelsea, because going to Chelsea is easy right now. Um, I think you got a shot of at least getting a draw, if not winning those games, if you're Man City <laughs> with him. In. What an interesting take. I I found that conversation wild uh, when I was listening to them talk about it. But I mean, it's it's really not a bad opinion. I'll be honest. I had to think about it for a sec, but I I think they'd finish mid table. Yeah. It is a debate. Yeah, it's it's close, but I, yeah. So you're still physically down one person, and just you can utilize fitness. Yeah, in that, and so. So do we want to talk about how City look without Holland? Uh, Alvarez's goal. They they also signed him along alongside of Erling Holland, okay. but Holland being Holland decided he was going to get the work. I mean, at. Deserve. I mean, does he really work that hard? He just kicks the <laughs> yeah, ball. Yeah, fair. But Alvarez, I mean, Alvarez time. showed that, like, hey, I'm, like, also still an okay, good striker. Like, yeah. play me. I mean, City won the league last year without Holland. Yeah, they were playing a different system. And they knew they didn't have a number nine. This year, they're playing completely different. Yeah. Which is and, why I think they struggled. And even when game. he's not scoring, he's taking, like, attention away from like wingers who can cut in and get those goals and so yeah that's fair I, I think they'd be winning a lot more games like this without him like 2-1 1-0 but I still think they'd be winning because they're just controlling the game so much and I think they're just not putting as much away because dude literally has what like 17 goals right now yeah I just think so I think if Holland were to get injured for a substantial amount of time miss like five games I think City would drop points in at least one, if not two, of those games. No matter who the opponents were. I think they've changed their... Like, last year, they knew they didn't have a nine. So, if they were playing... Like, if Jesus was playing, he wasn't playing as a striker. He was playing as a false nine. And now that Holland's there and... Al- What's it? Al- Alvarez? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Julian Alvarez. And now that he's also there to kind of back up Holland, it's like they just got to whip the ball in the box more. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking at the stats for, like, top goal scorers on the season, and it is crazy how many people have so many goals already, and it's just overshadowed by Holland's 18. Like, he's 18 now? He is 18. Salah, Aubameyang, Son, they all got – Salah has six. They all got 22 goals and won a golden boot. <laughs> yeah. He is 18, and they've played 13 games. Jeez. 13 games. And what's crazy is like... Dude, at, it's wow. like FIFA. That is career It literally. He's playing on professional right now. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Maybe world class. Maybe. Harry Kane is having a great season right now. He has 11 yeah. That's almost a goal a game, but it is overshadowed by this warrior. Which one of you two has Holland and Kane in your fantasy team? I do. I do. <laughs> oh, we, we all both, both do. love in life right I now. I have Holland. Yeah, it's great. Harry and Jesus. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever take out those two. Like, Jesus will probably swap in and out for me. And not because it's just Arsenal, but because I I think if I if this I know nine games without scoring, yeah, if I know someone's gonna score, it's for sure Holland. But I also have faith in Kane. I I keep try I keep playing roulette and like not captaining Holland because I'm like 
he's not, he's not going to do something this week. And then maybe like <laughs> Jesus will score two or like uh, I almost captain Consolo this last week. Thank God. I vice captain him. Oh, okay. Oof. Because I, I saw Holland might not play. Yeah. And so. Oh, I also picked up Almiron finally. And I was going to say that. Time. That's someone. That's that's someone. He has eight right now. Yeah. And he has eight in eight games or something like that. I mean, he's, he's been on fire. He's coming for Holland's spot. Play, play. Yeah, that's cute. Player of the month for sure. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, let's, let's get into that Newcastle game. Wait, 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 I want to say I want to say one more thing about okay. the City game. Um, now that. I do think there's somewhat of a chance for Arsenal to push City. Um, I was watching this game. Obviously, I was playing golf, so I wasn't watching every second of it. But I was really paying attention to like, okay, drop points, drop points, drop. Because if they had drawn that game, no matter what happened in the Chelsea game, Arsenal would have ended the week top. And then they won and we had to win. But When, when do you guys play? So we our game got postponed. It was in, it was supposed to be in October. I remember that one. That's but, gonna get rescheduled for sometime in January. Okay. And the start of our like when we get back in January we play Newcastle, United, Tottenham, and then we're expecting City to get scheduled right after that. We'll play the top five teams four weeks in a row. As oof going to be a gauntlet. I mean that if we come out of that, you got a lot ahead of you. If you can if, get if, if if we get through that, dropping no points because we are at home for the Newcastle United, and I don't know about the City game. I know we go to y'all's place, yeah. Um, but I think we can get points there at this rate. Um, if we come out of that and we've only and we haven't lost a game, I'll say we're definitely favorites for the title at that point. Yeah, if, if you oh, come out of that without sure. dropping any points, I would say the same. Oh, man. I mean, if you're looking at it now, I, I know I've sent y'all screenshots of, like, the best starts in Premier League history after 12 and 13 matches. Right. Uh, after 12 matches, a team that started with this many points, only Newcastle came in second. All the other teams won the league. No team that has gone this has gotten this many points from this many games has lost. Because Newcastle dropped a little bit of points at this stage. Yeah, well, they they got second, and well, that was twelve games. I, I yeah, I, I'm I saying at, thir- at thirteen or... games, the updated stat is uh, no one's lost. Yeah, but I will say this: I know I know Liverpool's up there. However, Liverpool had a much better squad, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong; I think I think we have great players. I think we have very talented players, but I think what's making our guys so good right now. Is they're young and hungry. Not that they're already great players. They're going to be recognized as great players after this season. Yeah. But right now they're young and hungry. Yeah. Liverpool had the great players already. So that's why I'm and then also Newcastle, similar to what Liverpool has had to deal with and what Arsenal fans will have to deal with come end of the season if we keep this up. Um, Newcastle had to deal with Manchester United. Liverpool have to have to deal with Man City, just juggernauts. Yeah. So, like, even if you get off to a great start, you got to maintain it. Point blank period, you have to maintain it for the whole season. Oh, for sure. That goes with any team. Yeah, absolutely. I also think one of the points I wanted to make, and I know we were talking about World Cup, and not like to get fully back in the World Cup, but 
that's, I feel like that's going to wipe the slate on momentum a little bit. Yeah. It's, managers have a tough time. Like, everybody's mind during the World Cup is just in a different place. And that's why I said, like, I'm somewhat very excited because it's a different time to watch the World Cup. But I'm also like, I really don't want the Premier to stop right now. I want to keep this going. Oh, for Arsenal, you guys would want to keep it going. Yeah. Like, the break sounds horrible right now. Terrible. Break sounds great for Tottenham. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, and probably Chelsea. and Yeah, probably Chelsea for sure. Maybe a little bit of Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, I think Liverpool will find in their stride a little bit. I said it against us. They played really well against us. And I think they would. They just had to start getting the result to really start. Uh, what, what are they like? They have a game they're, in hand. They're an eighth, and they're one game behind. But a lot of the teams ahead of them are also. Like, the only two teams that don't have a game in hand, I believe, is us and Newcastle. And so that means you, uh, so Arsenal, Man City, Man U, Brighton, Chelsea, all ha- also have a game in hand. Mm. But let's talk about that because I want to talk about like the obviously the Liverpool Tottenham game was like probably one of the bigger games besides Chelsea Arsenal this week. Yeah. Um, you said they're in good form and they're coming around. I honestly didn't think they played that well against us. That's what I've heard. Wait, I was trying to watch the highlights before y'all you know got here, but I didn't ever get into them. Um, it looked like y'all kind of just shot yourselves in the foot more than anything. A little bit. Uh, I mean, we've talked about the penalty that was waved off against Sess, which I thought was the same thing that happened with Cancelo. But I also see, like, it, in the same way, it would also have been a softer penalty, but I right. for sure think it's a foul. Um, which I'm not going to sit here and say that was the whole reason, like, we lost the game. You can't, no, I mean, you can't they, ride. They were already up. You can't ride on one or two calls like that in, as a team. In, no. I mean, if you think about it, if Dyer didn't make that mistake, we would have drew. If Dyer didn't try and head the ball back to the keeper, right. Mosala wouldn't have like came in and chipped Lloris. And so, obviously mistakes on our end, but it was just – I was so irritated because I sent you all my prediction that we were going to lose 2-0. Yes, you game, did. Which I didn't realize Kulu was coming back. And I think – I don't know. It just – I had a lot of hope in that, that game, which which initially I didn't because I didn't feel like we had any attackers. And so when I started getting hope because I didn't feel like Liverpool was playing that poorly, that's when I started getting frustrated because I, I was thinking, man, we could actually win this game because Liverpool doesn't look that good right now even though we have no attackers on the field. And so it gave me, like, a sense of hope. And that's when I started getting, like, really annoyed. Because, mm. at, like, going into the game, I was like, we're losing this. We don't have Kulu, Richarlison, or Son. Our next best attacker was our wingback who Conte started, which was Perisic. And we were like, which Perisic did a phenomenal job that game and is a great player. Um, but Taylor? Yeah, I mean, it's the classic Tottenham, like, I mean – Second half performance was incredible. Like, how was your nap first half? Like, yeah, facts. Like, I, it, it's the, I mean, classic Tottenham. Like, where, where are you at first half? But second half, like, Conte, like, 
just light something in their in their their butt crack. I that's, don't know. That's what I remember it's, it's, hearing it's about. Crazy. Jose's Man United. It was a very similar like they were dead in the first half and the second half they were like title challenger yeah. quality. I, I don't think it's been like absolutely terrible. I don't like, there's think some so games yeah. I, like I think it's being dragged out of proportion because like we've still conceded like we started in losing position against Southampton in the first game of the season at one four one, and it was just because James Ward Prowse had this like crazy like bouncing goal that went in fortuitous and yeah fortuitous bounce and and so. But there are some games where we've completely crapped the bed in the first half and have to come out. And right. Been like, I also think a lot of that's been Champions League, too. But, yeah. Uh, Which yeah. you barely got out of. You no, know, we, I mean, we barely got no, out of No, no. In the, in the 60th minute, you were Europa League bound of the final game. We still finished on top, though. Yeah. And I'll for sure take that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm running, like, to, I'm running you, to my grave. With 30 that minutes to go until the games were final. You were not in the Champions League. Well, Ian Ian sent us a a, a, gra- a, a graphic of the of positions. How, yeah, of the, how of we like transitioned from like first to third, that back to first. Well, it was no, but like in that final match of like us deciding if we we're gonna go Europa Champions yeah, League, like it just like fluctuated throughout like each minute of like okay. We're gonna we're gonna make Champions League. Okay, we're gonna be first. Okay, now we're going to Europa. <laughs> it was really funny. Anyway, I mean, I like. I love Tottenham's play a team goal. Incredible. If if you go watch the replay, it was an incredible team goal. Clinical by by Harry Kane. I do think the PK should have been a PK. I think that was undeserved. Very similar to Cancelo. A classic second half performance of. I mean, we're we're dominating second half and. I wish we would have came out at least with the draw, but we didn't. Um, we also hit post twice, or post or crossbar twice, which was just unfortunate. I also think Liverpool actually played okay in the first half. I, yeah, I'm not saying. Especially with the the two solid goals. I mean, granted, one of them was an mis- easy mistake by a stupid mistake. Yeah, but their team, their first team goal was 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 no, great. Mo Salah had a great game. In, I don't want to discredit that they also have a ton of injuries too. Yeah, so. Which I guess is like something I didn't think about beforehand. And do they though? Like, do they have a ton of injuries? Yeah. Other the than Ti- other than Tiago, who they missing? Tiago played. I thought Tiago was hurt. They're missing a good chunk of players. They were listening like Arthur, they, Jota, Milner, Matip, Diaz. Okay, okay. Diaz. I'll give you. Go- Wait, did you say Gomez? No, no. Gomez played too. Gomez he, he, he got subbed on. Hold up. Which he's been a reason for a lot. Okay, of Jada, sure. Matt to and Diaz, yeah, Diaz definitely. But Kaden never played. Milner, obviously, no, like he's like forty years old at this point. Artur is like, what? What does he ever do? So I, I don't. That's pretty much their standard lineup right there. Okay. And I mean, and Elliot's the young guy. He's like having like a. Who's the um? He didn't really do anything. Alonga, like he's just, he's just he's a good player. He yeah. should be playing. He's like I, I, I'm not saying he like he he is terrible, but I felt I, like he never really like scared me at all. That Fun game. fact about him: he was before the Ethan guy for Arsenal that went on this year. He, Elliot was the youngest player to ever start in the Prem. That just seems to, like keep getting broken. It's like all these like salary things that keep coming out. Like oh. 
this contract's the highest paying like player in the world now at this position. And I'm like, inflation. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah. No, I don't. Pay, <laughs> I don't pay attention. I look at um, what the rest of the club is earning, and compare it to like, like if I don't think there's anyone at Arsenal that's making more than two fifty a week. Which is nuts, because look at y'all's position. But anyways, yeah, I... Yeah, I think Ronaldo's on a mill a week, you know? I will say, the one thing I wanted to point out in this game, Kulu is absolutely essential to us right now. He, he has came, fitness problems, though, right? No, he, he got injured. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, I, don't uh, think, I don't think he has fitness issues. Okay. That Not was, an uh, indumbele that was issue. An, yeah, indumbele. Um, he came on in absolutely... That's what I heard. I heard he the was way, on the way he plays is just so different than any any other player I've He's seen. He's still back in the assist it's, like it's he did so last year. It's so weird. It's like he like floats with the ball, and it, it it's incredible. I don't so understand. so we've got we've got Holland who's a warrior. We got Kulu who floats with the ball. I'm loving it. Call him Muhammad Ali. Float like a butterfly, baby. Sting like a bee. Literally, L- lightning Ooh, McQueen. I like that. Okay, I'm serious. <laughs> but he it's it's so weird because I don't think he's like I don't know what it is. I haven't put my finger on it yet because he comes into the game, he's not just driving at the goal the whole time like Lucas Mora does and losing the ball. He keeps possession. I like Mora. I rate him so highly. He's so pe- washed right now. People people down him. I'm like, you watch him? I like watching Lucas Mora. I think he's exciting. He was great the past few years and since we brought him on this year. I am like screaming at the TV no when he comes on because he just loses <laughs> yeah, the ball. He's he just loses the ball, and that's what I'm saying about Kulu. Like Kulu takes drives at the net and makes stuff happen. Oh, okay. But also keeps possession, and it makes no yeah. sense because it seems like Kulu's making everything happen. So you you know it will be the Everton midfielder. So he used to play for Arsenal as a as a winger, and that's like how I felt about him at times was. Great getting to the box. Just once you were yeah. in the box, it was like, bro, what are you doing? So, so how? So you 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 rate your B? What what, what are we calling him? Oh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so sorry if you can hear Luke in the background there. Luke is recovering from sickness, as we talked about last week. But we're glad he's here today. We we need him back in the pod. Yeah, he's absolutely. got some good takes. But yeah, man. I mean. I'm I'm with Luke. Luke and I both got uh, Kulu jerseys. Um, he got a home. I think I you I got in a way. You have a cock on your chest. You know that, right? Huh? You have a cock on your chest. Dude, it's a it's a wonderful badge, wonderful emblem. And honestly, I'm proud to wear it because I'm a Tottenham Hotspur baby. You're a cock. Coys. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and you're a you're a gunner. Whatever that means. I know what it means. I just there you go. Your logo's but a cannon. A we cannon. don't even use those anymore. Go back to Revolutionary War. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Roasted. Boom. Roasted. Still not as good as like the cock, but you know. Anyways. Yeah. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken. Yeah, the chicken. Chicken. Anyways, back to Spurs Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again. It also goes back to my point last week about how we have struggled against top six talks. You top haven't, big you six haven't clubs. Uh, beat a single top six team yet this season. And you're exactly right. Chelsea draw, Liverpool loss, Man United loss. I, I'm even putting Newcastle in the top six right oh, now. No, no, no. And Arsenal. The traditional big six. But, but I mean, Newcastle deserved to be in the top, top Which six Which I will right say, 
So I mean, they're ahead of us right now. United, Man United have the best record against the Big Six this season, and I think Arsenal second because we only lost to United. Yeah. Um. So, but and y'all are sitting dead last with absolutely nothing. The other games were fair. Like we didn't play that well, but I feel like we deserved like a draw or a win out of this Liverpool game. Yeah. Like, United won. Yeah, for sure not. Arsenal was obviously tough. I'm trying to remember yeah, the Chelsea did, game. We, I don't. The Newcastle one through, yeah. was weird. Cause we played better in the like we were playing better in the first half, but Almiron just like popped I think, off. I think we only we only oh, lost was one zero, right? No, it was like two one. Was it two one? And because it was that also like Wilson goal where Lloris came out and got like body. Oh, okay. Can we talk about Lloris? Let's talk about Lloris. Oh, he's washed. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Finally, you said it. Thank uh, you. Is he? Is he France's um, goalkeeper? Yeah, but I mean for the World Cup. Uh, I, yeah, I'm no, sure. no, yeah, he's starting for them. Is he? Sorry, I thought that was like a sarcastic question because I've heard people complain that all Tottenham fans say or that like Larice. I was about to bring it up. <laughs> oh no, I like I was genuinely curious because like I mean, there's a lot of yeah. I don't, I don't there's think a couple other French goalkeepers. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know who else would be. There's always like some guys out of like the French league that I really don't know about. That isn't the about. Leeds goalkeeper. Isn't he French? I thought that dude was English. No, no, it's Mounier or something like that. You play FIFA, you should know this. I'm pretty confident. Played FIFA like three years ago. Yeah, Luke does not play. I do want to get it this year just because of the World Cup mode. I want to get it back so I can play pro clubs and career mode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I get it for career mode is what I get it for. But now that they have the the World Cup in it, because 2018, I loved that. Yeah, it was awesome. So much fun. But. Anyways. Yeah, going back to Larise, he's had game. There have been games where he's kept us in it, and he still shows his class. But I also think he's like old, and he's like showing. So, so next mistakes. season, would you would you, if money wasn't an issue, would you get rid of Larise and bring in someone else? Yes. Taylor. Uh no, I like Hugo. I, We've I, had a couple of clean sheets this season because of him. He still makes incredible saves. I I still trust him and back him. I mean, if we look at it uh, out of the um, out of all clubs in the Prem, he's still top ten. Out of all clubs in the Prem, he's still top ten. I'm keep talking. I'm thinking through it. He's still top ten. It's close. Uh, I, I, I mean, very close. You, you have you have. I mean, what Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale. I I'd put De Gea in there. Allison, no, no, no. Ederson. Uh, what's Nottingham's goalkeeper? He's had he's been oh, having a good year. Uh, Henderson. But see what? But what are we rating it off of? Because Nottingham Forest are in. We're rating last. it off the goalkeeping ability. Yeah, yeah I say I think Larice still has the potential and I, still has what it takes to be top ten. He lost you on that game in theory, and he's done multiple well, sure, things right? like that he, this year. The last game against Liverpool. No, Eric Dyer made the mistake, and I mean he got. Yeah, Eric Dyer tried to head it back. Oh uh, wait, no, but it, was it the, the your loss before that? Oh, Who? I know what you're talking about. Hugo, Hugo's uh, against, lost New, you a game this week, New this Cat, year. At New least, if you're talking about yours, when when he it like went under it, uh, there's also in. that one. <laughs> no, I I still think he's top. He's gotten. We would have won that his, game either way, but yeah, there's he's also had that one. This, in Champions League and Premier League. He's had some performances. I will back him as. I would say he's definitely still a top ten. He's still keeper. top ten. I I think that's silly. That being said, there that. are signs of him being washed, and so I do think it's time for us to start looking for someone else. Okay. 
I like I've I've seen rumors about like Ian Allblack, who I love. He's getting old too. He's twenty nine. Yeah. Larissa's is like thirty four, thirty five. I know how old Larissa is. You can tell it when you look at him. And I think that's what you notice. Larissa's has always been a, a great keeper in position. I just think like the reactions are coming a bit away from him now, and he's starting to make those mistakes. And... Mm-hmm. So, all right, any final thoughts on the Liverpool game or the Liverpool-Tottenham game? Personally, wait, I haven't said my thoughts. I was very happy about the result on one hand because Tottenham lost on the other. Um, I think this is kind of the – this was Liverpool's first away win this season. Um, so, you know. I think they're that, that it gives them a push to start moving in the right direction. And yeah. I was I was watching the kickoff, and every single one of those guys said Liverpool finishes third this season. Now, granted, some of their takes are really bad, but the fact that they all agreed on Liverpool finishing third, I was like, whoa. I I don't know. I think they've like had such a slow start. I don't know if they can bring it back. All the That's way. you saw Arsenal last year. Yeah. We, last year, I'm not kidding when I say this, we had our worst start in league history since our club began. Here, here's And the thing, we almost finished in the top four. Here's the thing about Liverpool. They have defensive problems. They need to figure something out. No, they have midfield problems. No, they, no, they, they, got have, def- they have they defensive, defensive problems. Van Dijk isn't, isn't playing like he used to. He's still a great, great center back. Joe, because he's got a cover for Trent, and Trent's not getting the Andrew cover. Andrew Gomez. And, but he, that's the thing. But, if you're but, saying you have to cover for someone, obviously that means there's problems. Right, there is problems, but I think it's more of a – I was – so obviously Trent is an issue. He's been absolutely awful. Yeah, I know. But I think in the past, Liverpool was able to dominate the midfield, which allowed Trent to get so much more forward to where he didn't have to defend as much, and that's why it was never an issue in the past. Obviously – Trent's on bad form, so it's worse than it normally would be. But I think if Liverpool has a solid midfield and they're controlling the midfield like they used to, Trent doesn't get exposed as much. Van Dyke looks better because he doesn't have to cover for Trent and he doesn't have to cover for Gomez and all that. I think they need to fix their midfield. I think if they fix their midfield, the defensive problems sort themselves out. I could see that. I just still think, like, when. Especially in the system we play, where we have wing backs coming up and coming down on the side, and like midfield's not really helping defend those. Yeah, that's causing a ton of issues. Like Sessegnon was causing problems for Trent that game, and yeah, which Sess isn't the most clinical guy or best passer of the ball, but once we put Perisic over there, that's when we like really started to look dangerous. But yeah, anyways, should we talk about um, the? Team that's on top of the Premier League. Yeah, let's let's dive into that game. Uh, I didn't really watch it, so I'll let you speak. You to should. It. We should count. You guys should count how many times Thomas has mentioned. Oh my gosh, Arsenal's top of the league. Oh my gosh, should we talk about? Jeez, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm gonna rub it in. I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm going Honestly, to rub it in. I don't blame you either because if the roles were reversed, I'd for sure be doing the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Chelsea Arsenal. Um. So, neither of you watched the game. No. Uh, no. Uh, it was at seven a.m. on a Sunday. Yes. So I don't blame you. 
That was, Tell, give me, give us that your was thoughts. That was brutal to wake up for after Friendsgiving, just so you all know. So, Saliba had his best game in an Arsenal shirt. Really? Absolutely unplayable. Um, ben White is my favorite Arsenal player, officially. Uh, Mount tackled him, and then Ben White like stood up and just like laughed at him in his face. And then the very next like possession, he nutmegged him and ran all the way down to the opposition box. And I was like, that was the most killer thing I've ever seen. Um, so Ben White is my favorite Arsenal player. Um, Jesus had a great game, even though he didn't score. We can get into you know the no goals in nine games stuff if you want to. Um, I mean, I don't think I think they had half a chance at best, Chelsea. And they didn't even touch us in the second half. I don't think Ramsdale had a save in the second half. Sheesh. Uh, it, it, I mean, everybody that's done an analysis on this game that I've listened to is like, yeah, Arsenal could have won four or five nil. Yeah. It, it was just. Remember you texted us that? It, it was. Un, yeah, I mean, I texted you that like, what, at the end of the game? Like almost as soon as it was over? Yeah. I mean, it was just domination. Um, it was. And that goes to one of my awards that I would like to announce. Oh, boy. Uh, give me a sec. The, for the Black and White Award, this award goes to a team that, neither plays, that, that either plays really, really well or plays really, really bad. There's no middle ground. Or, in other words, no gray area. Ah. And that goes to Chelsea. Thomas, we talked about this earlier, but... At least for the past few games, few matches, I feel like Chelsea have either played really well or they have just, I mean... Like the or, Brighton game. Or they're simply just <laughs> they're sleeping. Just horrible. Like you're curious as to how they slept, you know? Like, they're, they're either really good or really bad. Yeah. And so I... And so That's a great award. And so truthfully, I'm like, man, like... Round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank that, you. Was, that was clever. Thank you. I'll take it now. But anyway, yeah, I, that's just what I've noticed from Chelsea recently. I, I mean... They're either playing really good and they're in form, or they're just playing really bad. And like, who knows who's showing up today? You right. know? And oh, so, and you saw that a little bit in this game. Like, if you look at the stats, like you guys dominated possession. They had five five shots, but none on target. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was and be- so oh. Also, that's a, that's a good question. Eight, eight touches. Eight. Abamyang, not the solution. They thought it what he was. Raheem Sterling isn't either. They bought Raheem two Sterling poachers. is also not. They bought two poachers with mm-hmm. no number ten. What are you doing? What Aubameyang has one goal in six matches. Obviously, not as he's not he's not getting the involvement like he should be. I feel like Sterling is good. I, I just no, no, feel like Sterling was the only player that posed a slight threat. That's that what game. I was about to say. I just don't feel like he has anybody to like help him. Sterling needs a ten. Aubameyang needs a ten. I love Sterling, and oh, he I deserves. Love Sterling. I mean, he deserves the recognition. I also he just don't have any bad blood towards Aubameyang yeah. personally. Well, neither do I. I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I mean. Well, we all said that was either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah, and honestly, it's not playing out the way they want it to. And plus, I but think But I a just lo- don't think they have the players in there that are, you know, going to help Sterling, going to help Aubameyang, and those types of guys who just, they, they finish off the move. They're not the guy that's making the move, you know, like Kulu does, or like Odegaard does, or like De Bruyne does. Like, those are the best, you know, creators in the in the league right now, and. That's why our teams are doing well. You guys just unfortunately have lost uh, Son. So makes your life a little more yeah. difficult. Well, Richarlison's coming back. 
he's available for today's. He hasn't scored in the prem yet. Carabao Cup game. That he's still better than what's on our bench. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. It, in I want to give Ryan Gilmore, but more time because I think who he's just like one of the like hottest like academy young, guy young okay. Spanish talent. Um, but he's a Richarlison's available for this game, so I'm guessing he's going to start against Leeds this coming weekend. He definitely will because he got caught up to the Brazil squad. Um, so. Well, he's. I think he'll be on the bench in like the Carabao Cup game today. But, anyways, sorry to go back to it. Um, what were we saying? We were talking about bombing Chelsea I, being black and white. Yeah, I just had a point. Um, uh oh. Oh, Graham Potter. I think it's. I, I think that also has a factor to play into it. I mean, it, it, granted, Unai Emery came out swinging. In his first match back. Well, but, so did Chelsea. Yeah, in so did first, Chelsea. In their first they went seven matches. games without losing. Yeah, that's fair. But, I don't know. I think a new manager has a factor to play in it. But, I, personally, I don't think about me. It's a solution. Are we reacting too quickly? To what? To Chelsea losing like, a couple matches. Because they did start off really well with Graham Potter. I mean, I always... When a team starts well when they got a new manager, I always don't view it as highly as if the manager's been there for a year. I still stick by my award. <laughs> I still think that's factual. I, I think there's a lot that's more of an true. issue. Like It's like when Arteta came in and we won an FA Cup somehow with the absolute atrocity of a football club that we were at the time. We won it because Arteta played a system that worked with the players we had. And over time, he brought in his guys, and now it's working out fantastically. And I think Chelsea are one of the first teams that seem to be going that direction of, like, building a, a process and, you know, ha- giving a manager time and financial backing and all that. And I think it's going to take Potter a lot of time because he's new to this type of club. He, he's never been a part of a club this big, let alone been the, you know, head co- coach of it. Um, but I, I, I rate... Graham Potter a lot. What he got out of those Brighton guys is unbelievable. And Brighton are still doing very well. Right. Because, yeah. Um, and I, I, I think Havertz's time is clearly up. Cucurella's, I think, from the from the noise that Chelsea people are making, is Chelsea's worst player, um, which is hilarious because he played for Graham Potter. Um, and I don't know. It's It's all a little... I think there's not. I don't think he has the pieces. I don't think he has had the time. It's just going to be a very bumpy season, like what United are having. You know, they'll they'll beat whoever, and then they'll go lose to Villa three one. I think that's what both of those teams are going to have this season, which gives Tottenham, Liverpool, and Newcastle, a, in my opinion, a better shot of making. I feel like Liverpool's in the same boat as Man U. No, Liverpool turn around. I think they can. I, th- I think I think, I think out of all those, I think Man U and Liverpool have the best chances of turning that around. Which because Man U's been good, yeah, they, they, have. they picked it up a lot, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like they're in the same boat. Like it could be like Rocky, and uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. But so um, the goal was from a corner, um, mistake by Chelsea for sure. 
They slipped through four defenders. Oh, I mean, I don't know what Cucurella was doing. I mean, dude, that corner... Did like, y'all see Cucurella basically hugging Jaka for like a solid 10 seconds in the box? Dude, and the ball went right by his butt and Gabriel that, tapped that, that corner kick would have been a goal. Oh, yeah. If no one touched it. It literally would have went in. Yeah, I know. Which is nuts. It, 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 it was a horrible corner because Saka was not trying to do that. Terrible. If you watch the replay... I mean, one fortuitous bounce after the other, literally just right into the back of the net. Yeah. And then obviously. Um, I mean, I didn't know who scored for because because Gabrielle celebrated and then he pointed at Sock and then Sokka did a knee <laughs> slide because he thought he scored and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, oh, this was like one of those ones where he barely got like a. Touch oh on it. yeah, Gabrielle touched it, was, it like the it, ball was on the touch line. No, yeah, the, the ball was on the it. on the line. <laughs> so and he stole a goal from Sokka. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're in that position, I. I don't blame. Gabriel oh yeah, secure whatsoever. the secure it. Easy Chelsea mistake, and then obviously clinical by Arsenal. Yeah, I just mean being in there in the box. It, it was just another game of dominated possession. Oh, I will say this: we moved the ball better than we like. That was the best ball movement. We got through Chelsea's press in three passes, and we were in their box one time. It was. I mean, there was there was one. Uh, Series where Odegaard nutmegged someone. There was some tick attacka going on from the back all the way to the front. I mean, it was. I'm not kidding when I say this. It would have been goal of the year if Gabriel Jesus had finished uh, the goal off. It was. I mean, I was screaming, and I, I think I pissed Trey off because he was staying here that weekend. <laughs> uh, I w- it was beautiful, and and that so this was Zinchenko's first game back, and. Don't get me wrong, Kieran Turney is a better left back, but Zinchenko is a much better, like, technically gifted player. And also Tommy Asu was also very solid over there. Um, but when Zinchenko's in that in that field, the way that our midfielders play and just trust is so different. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah. I have been impressed with the all's ball movement throughout the throughout this uh, season. Yeah, I, mean, you, I mean, you guys – Truly play as a team. And, yep. I mean, it's noticeable, obviously, looking at the table. So It's a good time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to note a few quick games. Thomas, let's then jump into our two awards. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I'm excited. So, Palace had a, a good win over West Ham. Yep, last-minute winner. And then uh, Brian also continued to win. They're pretty solid this season. And then and then let's, let's do my award real quick. Okay, go ahead. The George Washington Award. Ooh, nice. Goes to Jesse Marsh. Okay. <laughs> for his comeback victory against the British. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, awesome. And, That's and, awesome. And the uh, 4-3 win for Leeds over Bourne. I mean, that was that was football. It was that was incredible. I think we're all low-key, like secondary Leeds fans. I've always so oh, for sure. so so when sure. Leeds were in the championship, like when they had, I oh, just blanked on his name. Who was their manager before Jesse Marsh? I have no clue. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. I do know it though. Um, and it, like he wanted to say sorry, and I'm like, that's not right because he was the manager for Chelsea. Um, anyways, like I was a I was a Leeds fan in the championship. Like they were my championship team, and then they were up, and I was like, crap. <laughs> but yeah, now that Jesse Marsh is there, I don't feel about it. About it, about it anymore. Yeah, and they've got some some other guys from the U.S. playing for them too. Yeah, so for sure they're a fun team to watch right now. And unfortunately, yeah, we will not be Leeds fans 
this weekend, Taylor, um, as we play them. Uh, we we so, certainly yeah. won't be. Nope. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get into my award. Oh, wait, wait. We got one more game to mention. Okay, go ahead. Newcastle slashing Southampton. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Almiron scoring again. I mean, it's he's ridiculous right now. Newcastle are in third right now. A game in hand with us, but... Or no, not a game ahead. A game ahead. Yeah. Sorry. It's weird because it's like they don't have a key striker like. City oh no, they played the top games as well. They're just playing ahead. Well, I that, I said we're both a game ahead is what I was going oh, to okay, say. Okay. So we don't. Everybody else has a game in hand on this. Oh right. Okay. I also love their their team their team style their team play style, and just the ways that like. I mean, it's it's been all around. Like there, I mean, like for City, there's been a, there's there's been Holland scoring 18, Tottenham scoring. I mean, Kane scoring for Tottenham, um, and so I, I mean, Newcastle have just been great. Yeah, they're exciting. I also love Trippier on my fantasy team because he keeps getting taken off, and then they concede a goal, so he gets the absolutely. Oh, also, uh, Trippier should be starting right back for England. He's been. Unreal. He's been incredible for for Newcastle. Who, who is supposed to start? Well, it was going to be Reese James, but he's injured, which is totally. I rate Reese James, so I'm fine yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's, he's I hate great. him because he's a Chelsea player, but he's a fantastic football yeah. player. And just for a crap club. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that was shown this past weekend. Lou, give us your award, man. Yeah. So, oh, dude, I love this. Um, this is fun, right? Yeah. I'm giving the Audubel Award. <laughs> to Trent Alexander Arnold because that dude is washed. <laughs> ah, but uh, yeah, I disagree. But oh. it's a great award. Um, we can get into that. Dude can still pass the ball on a dime. You can, <laughs> yes. If yes. you put a if you put a dime down on the on, across the pitch in those diagonal passes, he could still hit hit the coin. But. My dude is doo doo at defending. He's and out of form. Give him a break. Um. Yeah, he's been out of the form for like fifteen games this season. I I love the award. I think it's very creative <laughs> and unique. Sessegnon is nothing special. He's quick, but he has nothing special on the ball. Like he, he's only on his left foot, and he was causing Trent absolute problems this past game. Go ahead, Taylor, because I think you disagree as well. I don't g- disagree to the extent you do. Now I, I know what Luke's talking about. If you if you watch some of Liverpool's past games, I watched Gabriel games, Martinelli chop him up and eat him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So they, like, I know like what people can do to try. To say he's washed, stretch. Like but Harry Maguire's washed. To say he's washed, stretch. But I do think he's been really, really. Oh yeah, like I'm not saying he's not been. He's been very. Funny. Like he definitely. He, he needs I mean, a, he's still young. Can he still have a great career? Like after this, absolutely. Like he's not just gonna sit ride the bench the rest. <laughs> he of the does need like a car wash. Yeah, he's super young. <laughs> yeah, he's super young. Super young. Yeah, I mean honestly, but he is bad right now. Oh, he's definitely bad. But he, washed. Washed. Harry Maguire. Yeah, is I mean, okay. Washed. If if you want to define it, washed is more. Ronaldo so like, is washed. If you want to define it, washed wow. is definitely more towards like people that are getting old and they're no longer good. I think Ronaldo can still come out and <laughs> be, Ronaldo's be Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo's washed. Lucas Moura washed. Hugo Lucas no. Moura. Lucas Moura. Dude, is not what do you got with Lucas Moura? Bro, I like that guy. Yeah, so do, so do why? He was amazing. So high. I love him. He saved Coutinho is washed. Coutinho's for sure washed. Jesse Lingard is washed. 
Yeah. Uh, he doesn't get a start for Nottingham Gabriel Forest Jesus right now. Gabriel Jesus washed. All right, let, let's washed. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Who is Gabriel Jesus? I don't want to talk about it. I'm gonna slap. You. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know if you were serious. Wait, wait, anyway, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, honestly, I love our awards. This is fun. Yeah. It is. Uh, really I, good awards this week. I, I understand how you're saying that, but I feel like that's like what we talked about, like Rudiger when he was in like the three back formation and was popping off for Chelsea. Like he, he was. What's thriving. he doing for Real Madrid right now? He's winning. There's. It's Real Madrid though. They're not winning in the league though. Um, Barca. Yeah, that's facts. a fun draw against Which United. Which is so weird though, because if look at the US UCL for them, like what they're they're top of the Spanish, but. For some reason, they're it's going, they're going they back to Europa. It's because they have Lewandowski, who's like really clinical against, and so when they're against like bad teams, he can just put away goals. They didn't have that hard of a group. They had Bayern, who they it lose is, to every time. It's Barcelona. They, they should be making it out yeah, of their group. I'm dude. with I'm with Taylor. I, and Inter. <laughs> and Inter. Oh yeah, our Inter top was zero. I think I think they were technically that was no. Dude, Napoli, speak, speaking of I think the Italian league, Serie A, real quick, Juve are in like ninth. Oh yeah, Juve suck right they now. They are bad. If you look at their squad, I, I don't reckon. I barely recognize. We're their not players. giving back their players. I don't want to. <laughs> wait, Benson I know Kulu. Benson Core and Kulu came from. Benson Core. Wait, wait, which one of those is on loan? Kulu. Kulu. Oh, okay. And Benson Core has also been phenomenal. That's my next next jersey. He has. He has me. I'm getting a Ben White jersey next, He's or a Saliba, because you know. I love that chance. Awesome. Oh, it's incredible. Anyway, anyways, yeah, Trent washed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, hey, we don't got a ton of time left, but let's get into some some quick predictions for yeah, uh, this, predictions this week's matches. Um, Wolves Arsenal. Wolves Arsenal. Wolves, like we've talked about, hard to break down. Wolves 3-0. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I wish. That'd be incredible. I'd cry. I'm feeling so banterish right now. Oh, so. it's good. That's fine. Dang, that'd be awesome. So it's at it's at Montanu, which is Wolves Stadium. I want to look at... Um, they're in last. I'm, Are no, they I think, I think... No, they're... Not, they're Nottingham Forest. They're, they're, they're level on points, though. Forest just has a worse goal difference. I mean, obviously, I think you come away with the win. I'll, I'll go like a... I don't know. I don't even know if they get one against y'all. So I'll go like a, I'll go three nil. We have more clean sheets away from home than we do at home this season. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling two nil Arsenal. Okay. I was gonna go two nil. Two nil, great. Wolves still are generally like they have a great manager. I just they have no striker. Um, let's do the other big one. City Brentford, seven thirty a.m. City are at home. Holland's I'm healthy. Guess, I'm, I'm guessing Holland will be back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. It's great news for everybody in fantasy. 4-2 City. <laughs> right. 4-2. 4-2. I don't think Tony's playing. Because he's got, he's got four some off-field zero issues. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some off-field issues, apparently. Um, Taylor? 2-0. Um, 3-1. Ooh. There's a Newcastle Chelsea. Are you actually going for zero? Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Holland hat trick with a, you know, surprised Bernardo in there or something like that. Triple captain. <laughs> Low key. I almost triple captain Almiron, and it would have saved me, but I biased him. Ah. 
Vice, you know Vice, Vice does nothing, right? Well, if the captain doesn't play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chelsea, Newcastle. Newcastle 2-1. Now, see, this is that's a, I think that's the game of the week, right? Wait, wait, oh, wait. Where is it? It's in St. James. Would you, what was your first Newcastle prediction? Newcastle 2-1. 2-1. Wow. I like that, honestly. I think... Mm, you know, I'm feeling it. I think Aubameyang scores. Oh. But I think Newcastle still put it out 3-1. 2-0 Newcastle. Oh, dang. So we all, have, we, all, we all have Newcastle. Yeah, definitely. You, how, do, how can you bet against Newcastle when Chelsea are looking like they are right now? Yep, the white and black award, I'm telling you. <laughs> Spurs versus Leeds? Yeah, let's do it. Um, 1-0 Spurs. Wow. Harsh. It's either 1-0 or 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> Honestly, it's not, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> how have Leeds are... Bottom, bottom half table of the table. Are they? I think that. I well. mean, they're in twelfth. That's what I say. Which is <laughs> technically, yeah, they're bottom and half. Some of their wins, they were they they were gifted the win against Liverpool. I mean, I I think they get one against us. No. I do. I'm gonna go. He don't trust the three two. One. Oh, you can put three one down for me. Three one. I'll go three two. No, that's too. T- yeah, just whatever. Okay, and then uh, Fulham United. That'll be a good game. I think Fulham. Where United. is that game at? I don't even see that. Uh, Sunday. Would it be? A Sunday? Oh, there's games on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, Sunday game. I didn't know that. Fulham United. Two-two draw. I hope. Two-two. No shot though. United win. No, nah, I got. I, I'm gonna go a one-one. One-one draw. Two-one uh, United. Two-one United. Wow. Well, do we, we want to do Villa and Brighton? Oh yeah, let's Honestly, keep let's yeah. keep the I'm, I'm, uh, Emery like train going. Come on. I'm pulling for Unai because I actually do think he's a good manager, even though he was horrible at Arsenal at the tail end. Yeah, he's just been sacked Villa from a couple clubs in the past couple of years. I, I like Villa. What? I, also, I hate Villa. No, I like I like their squad. Oof. There are many teams I hate more than Aston Villa, and it's literally Chelsea, Tottenham, and I'm not uh, saying they're great. United. Oof, I don't One know. One zero Brighton. Nah, Brighton have been pretty good. I'm gonna go two zero. No, who's at home? I'm gonna go two one. Two one Brighton. Who's at home? Uh, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. Oh, three nil Brighton. Three three nil. That, those are all the games that I I had down. Luke, what was your prediction? One zero, Brighton. Yeah. Trossard hat trick. You should pick him up in fantasy. I have him. Oh, do you? Nice. That's a good pick. He's a good pickup. Yeah. Not For many sure. people use him, which is surprising. I, I don't think I've picked him up. I mentioned his name at the beginning of the year, and y'all criticized me. Did we? Yep. I apologize, because I was wrong about that. Well, there you have it. That's World the- Cup's coming soon. Yep. I think these are our last Premier League matches before the World Cup. Yeah, so we've got the Carabao Cup today, and then yep. we've got um, this weekend, and then we'll do a... We'll we'll finally do like our play, uh, prim team of the season, player of the season award. It's yeah, like, we can we can do that, and then we, we should have, definitely do a World Cup. Yeah, World we Cup episode. A World Cup. No, yeah. So after a few. after the games this weekend, we'll do you know a prim recap of like basically everything that's happened this season. Yeah. Hopefully Arsenal still top, and then there's number two for you. Um, <laughs> 
And then we'll do a World Cup preview, you know, do our picks to win and who we're secretly pulling for outside of the U.S. Oh, uh, yes. So we'll do picks. Okay, cool. So I can take back Belgium. <laughs> yeah, you, that was a random idea. I don't think everybody's been choosing Brazil and Argentina. How can you not? How can I you want not? something different. I mean, every like every I chose France to win the World Cup in eighteen, and they won. Like it wasn't like generally speaking, you can kind of predict who's going to win these things. World Cup's not hard to predict. I feel like I don't even think Brazil make it out of their group. Whoa! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> For sure, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you have it. That's the Queen City Takes for you. We'll see you next time. See ya. Doses. Doses.